and welcome to Career Center. I'm Kimberly White, Executive Director of the Career and Networking Center, a resource center located in Naperville that provides job search and professional development support to its clients. Joining me today are human resource leader, Barb Schultz, and financial executive, Jerry O'Connor, to talk about something the three of us have been working on for the past year. <laughs> we are authors, can you believe it? Almost. Almost, it's coming, we're yeah. there. We're there. So thank you uh, so much for um, joining me today. Before we delve into the book that we uh, wrote, I want to just have our audience learn a little bit about the two of you. So Barb, let's start with you. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Okay, so I um, started as an HR executive and um, kind of left corporate America a few years ago and started um, a business called The Career Stager. So um, do career coaching. Um, and uh, also have kind of found a new passion called writing. So um, write articles on um, topics of career advice and have had some success getting them published, so happy about that. And now, I guess I could add author to the list, so. Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't think you, uh even had an inkling that you were a writer, if you will. No, I mean, it just, mean, it just uh, yeah, it just kind of happened yeah. uh, as a result of the project, so it's, yeah. it's been great. Yeah, and then your roles in HR, you've done a lot of work in HR and... Um, yeah, um, have worked primarily in entrepreneurial settings mm -hmm. and, um, uh, you know, have um, had experience um, in the U.S. and Canada and really, you know, kind of all phases of HR. So being on the other side of it now, um, you know, looking through uh, the lens a little bit of a job seeker mm -hmm. is um, uh, interesting and, and fun mm -hmm. to kind of see it from a different point of view. Okay, well, we're going to chat about that in a little yeah. bit. And Jerry? Um, I'm a financial and business executive, worked around the globe, moved to Naperville. You got an accent there. I don't know where Did it's you from. notice that? I noticed the accent, yeah. I, I don't. You do. <laughs> Moved to Naperville in 1996. Uh, my wife and son and I spent 20 wonderful years here. He went to uh, Naperville North, loved it. Go North. <laughs> um, I got very involved in helping people manage job transition back in the 2008 period especially. Mm -hmm. And I became a volunteer at the fledgling Community Career Center, mm -hmm. and that's where I met you first. Mm -hmm. yeah. We were both volunteering there, if yeah. I recall, yeah. back then. And I found it incredibly rewarding to be able to pass along to people who are going through change in their careers the lessons that I've learned over my 40 years mm -hmm. in managing my career. Mm -hmm. So you both have been, I know for a fact, have been very successful, have had very successful careers. Um, what are some things, do, what, what do you attribute that to? What are some things that you've done over the course of? of so um, I think, you know, one, one of the best bits of advice actually when I um, had uh, lost a job and went to outplacement was um, that you really have to think about yourself as sort of you incorporated mm -hmm. and understand that you know you're you're kind of a package deal mm -hmm. and that when you step foot into a new place that you know you you're kind of taking all the skills that you have and and that you don't figure well I'm an expert and I don't need to do anything more mm -hmm. I mean you really mm -hmm. have to remain agile and Absolutely. always be ready for you know the next project or the next next learning yeah yeah what about you Jerry uh, I 
was with a company that went broke back about 30 years ago, and I was on the street, and I had no idea how to look for a job. I had no idea what networking was, and somebody took me under their wing and educated me on the art of networking, the value of networking, and how to find the job of my dreams, mm -hmm. and I found it. And I promised at that time to repay for the benefits that mm -hmm. I'd received. Now, you said 30 years ago, and someone took you under your, their wing, and they talked about networking. And we now we talk a lot about networking because mm -hmm. it is so prevalent in you know, professionally in our uh, lives in general. Um, but 30 years ago, you heard about networking. Right, and there, there was no social media. Mm -hmm. uh, networking then was calling up somebody and saying, can I meet you for a cup of coffee? Can I meet you for lunch? And meeting them face to face. Mm -hmm. And the value of that has stayed with me because mm -hmm. the people I networked with, we've maintained that relationship mm -hmm. consistently throughout the years. Mm -hmm. They've helped me, I've helped them, and it's worked out very mm -hmm. well. Yeah, it's important, and you said about meeting you know, face to face. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes you don't get that. Nowadays there's that you know, social media piece, you try to connect via LinkedIn or right. what have you before you can do that. Mm -hmm. right? Oh, it's, it's, it's invaluable. The, 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 the impact of looking somebody in the eye Mm -hmm. Can't be overstated. Mm -hmm. what, what are your thing, it, um, when you think about networking today versus then? What what are your um, thoughts around that? Yeah, I mean probably the same thing. And um, I know we're we'll be talking about millennials, but um, I think you know one of the it's funny. It's the most effective way to find a job, mm -hmm. and it's it's one that people find really difficult to do to mm -hmm. get out there and you know kind of put themselves on the line. Mm -hmm. So you know, um, jobs searches turn into something very passive because mm -hmm. it's easy to do. Mm -hmm. um, so I think. Um, you know, same thing that um, get, getting out there and um, understanding that it's a reciprocal deal. So that kind of takes the, the heat off people to just uh -huh. say, you know, you're not just asking for a favor, understand that you're going to be giving it back uh -huh. too. Uh -huh. So that's kind of how I explain it to clients. Uh -huh to make them feel more comfortable with yeah, it. Yeah, that, that's really important, it's kind of the, you're helping one another throughout that process. Exactly. And it's broader than just looking for a job also. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the value of talking to your network and getting, soliciting advice from them about problems you could be encountering at work, mm -hmm. or problems with your career. Mm -hmm. uh, are you on the right track, on the wrong track? So having a good network of advisors is just an amazing resource. Or in other words, a mentor. A mentor be, yeah. is the creme de la creme. Let's talk about that a little bit, because I know we, we do focus mm -hmm. on mentors a, yeah. a little bit. But that's really when you say having a network of advisors to help you through work mm -hmm. or you know issues that may come up, it's really a mentor, having someone you can Yeah, and the great up. strength of a mentor. And, and mentoring is somewhat different in that typically a mentor is somebody senior and has moved they're ahead in their careers and they're mentoring somebody who's starting out mm -hmm. or at an earlier stage. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the great challenge with mentoring is for the mentor and the mentee to create a very honest, straightforward mm -hmm. relationship mm -hmm. where they can criticize, they can look on everything constructively, mm -hmm. and if they can get to that place, that yeah. is so valuable. Yeah. The, the other thing I want to add to that is um, you know, again, sort of in the millennial space is um, that reverse mentoring is, uh -huh. is something that's, you know, quite sort of uh -huh. prevalent these days. And, um, you know, 
all generations have something to, to share with each other. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, for example, a, a younger person could certainly come forward and, and share, you know, social media skills, uh -huh. for example, Absolutely. and, the, you know, an old, uh, a more seasoned worker. Um, <laughs> That's where we fall in. Yeah, more seasoned worker. Um, uh, has legacy knowledge so mm -hmm. you know again um, you know if you look at it that we're all really trying to help each other mm -hmm. I think is, is a way to kind of view mm -hmm. it yeah for sure um, before we start talking about the book I just a couple more questions um, what's the best job advice that you've received um, during your career why don't you you go first. <laughs> so I, I alluded to it earlier the best advice and the best benefit I've ever had in my career is networking Face-to-face -face networking, uh, it's where all the information is, it's where information about jobs are, information about careers, uh, it's where you make great friends. Mm -hmm. So I encourage people to network and get to love it. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, and I would say, you know, once you're on the job, um, people sometimes wait for an opportunity to come to them and, you know, wait for permission. Um, and I say um, there's such value in um, volunteering for projects, mm -hmm. getting that exposure, getting the learning and, um, you know, people, so you, it's not always about getting paid for it, the money will come, mm -hmm. but just, um, you know, to, to step out mm -hmm. and just see a problem and come up with a solution and present it, mm -hmm. it, it works. Quite effectively. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then one other question. Folks that are in transition, that just feels as though, you know, they're the only one mm -hmm. in this, you know, moment uh, going through that. What piece of advice would you give to I've them? I've been there. Yeah. So I know exactly, well, I have a very good uh, inclination. I, I think I know what they're mm -hmm. feeling. Um, and the best advice I can give to them is it's a roller coaster they're on. They're going to have great days when they're looking for a job because of two or three potentials out there, and they're going to have bottom days where there's nothing out there. It's to stay focused, have a daily routine, have a weekly routine. How many people are you going to network with this week? How many uh, applications are you going to make next week? Have a, have a reg steady routine, have a routine. and structure. once that happens, once you have that structure, and mm -hmm. ask for help. Mm -hmm. the, probably the most important thing is to ask for help. Mm -hmm. Don't go oh, into a funk, yeah. uh, because people want to help you. Yeah, for sure. And I would say, to add to that, um, uh, what I see is a lot of people are kind of pursuing tactics and they're not thinking about the strategy. So they're kind of doing bits and pieces here and there, but they don't have a master plan. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, really without that focus, um, you're really going to spin your wheels and spend a lot of time that ultimately is not productive. And I think eventually people get to that mm -hmm. because they'll come in and say, oh, you know, I sent out 500 resumes. Yes, yeah. Right, and you know, I can't believe it. It's been six months later, and that you know, sometimes there's actually value in that because people are very receptive then to mm -hmm. to listen to things like networking. Right. They maybe wouldn't have believed it. Right. So yeah, yeah I think the strategy Absolutely. is really important. The strategy, the plan, the structure, all of that yeah. is very important. Yeah. All right. So um, in this next segment, we're going to talk about our little venture, right? Yes. So um, we sat down and we wrote a book together called Adulting Made Easier. Up next, more about our book, Adulting Made Easier, Navigating from Campus to Career. 
We'll be back after these public service announcements. Never forget the day our landlord called and said, read your lease. No pets allowed. My owner tells him my dog ate the lease, but that didn't work. And now I'm stuck in a shelter, but this pit bull is ready for a new crib. I'm loving, loyal, and play well with others. So don't be intimidated by all my muscles, because the biggest one I have is my heart. <laughs> That's right, I said it. cute now but when my owner lost his job it was rough I was living on the street and one night me and this cocker spaniel got into it so bad I wound up looking like an ice cream cone I cried a little bit but thankfully I got rescued so I'm running I'm jumping all back to my old self and I'm ready to give unconditional love even if you put a lampshade on my head Welcome back to Career Center. I am Kimberly White, and I am joined by Barb Schultz and Jerry O'Connor to talk about our book. Um, so for the past year, we've been uh, on this journey together, mm -hmm. um, writing a book around millennials and careers. Uh, the book title we came to uh, after going through a number of different scenarios and what made sense for us. Adulting Made Easier. Barb, I'm gonna let you talk about that a little bit, about our okay. title. Yeah, so we wanted to um, have a title that would really catch the eye of our audience. And so I spent some time, you know, looking at words that uh, 18 to 25 year olds would use. And um, I know you came up with a really good idea of sending a survey out. Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, no matter what we thought was kind of secondary to really reaching the reader. So the idea was that um, it's. Um, helping people to get from being a student to actually being a, a responsible person, let's call it an adult. Yeah. And um, while we um, aren't saying that it's easy, we're saying it's, e you know, we, we believe by virtue of reading our book that it'll be easier to make that transition from being a kid at home and mom and dad kind of taking care of you to you're off on your own and mm -hmm. you're making good decisions. Yeah, I, I mean, I love the title, I think, um, you know, when, when you first brought it to us, um, I had heard my kids say it a couple times, right? And I yeah. thought, yeah, this makes sense. Adulting. Yeah, and we wanted sense. to capture the, um, you know, the, the audience again in, you know, high school through finished college mm -hmm. and you're off to your first job. So mm -hmm. that seemed to kind of, you yeah. know, um, say it say in the it title. Exact. So, um, Jerry, I think you were kind of the inspiration behind the book. Um, so I, let's talk I, a little I, bit about that. I wouldn't take all of the credit. Um, I began to think about a book on managing personal finances for uh, millennials and people up to 30, 40 years of age. And as they go through transitions from paying off student debt to earning big money or more money, mm -hmm. and then to taking out a mortgage and all of that transition. and. I'm not a writer, so I approached Barb, who I've worked with, and she's a wonderful writer, and I asked her to help me structure this book. 
And the more we delved into it, the more we realized that the best financial advice we could give to people in that starting out age group is manage your education and get on a career that's going to make you happy in your life. Mm -hmm. Enter Kim. We had, I've worked with you for many years as a volunteer at the Community Career Center, and your expertise in that area is the best. So the team, we have the writer, we have the subject matter expert, and I'm the planner or the organizer. Yeah. We complement each other really well. Yeah. It, you know, it, it was a, um, kind of a labor of love as we went through the process, mm -hmm. right? Um, I think... Um, really looking at um, who was going to, who our audience was and how yeah. we could best help them, right? And I, I know we talked, about, we talked about the high school student as they go through college and it, you know, some may not go to college and so mm -hmm. we're, we also focus on those students who may uh, be interested in working in the trades and so it, we really kind of covered the gamut but right. we also talked to the parents which was I think a really big thing in the book. Yeah, and we, that I'm glad you brought that up. That was something that we really wanted to make clear that you know often there's a, a stigma about um, taking a route other than a four-year college, mm -hmm. um, and so we wanted to really make it clear that there are an, you know a number of choices, mm -hmm. and all of them really should be suited to the the person, their skills, their you know financial means, all of that, mm -hmm. and um, so that was really kind of. Uh, a piece of the foundation of, right. of our book. Right. Um, what was the thing that surprised you the most as we went through the process? Um, let's talk about probably from a content, uh, you know, part, part, uh, part of the book, not necessarily just kind of the writing part. Like what surprised you the most in, in terms of things that you learned as you were doing research? Mm-hmm. Um, I probably because you spoke to I think probably more a lot of you know more people than I, I know that I spoke with throughout the process. Yeah, and I, and I think it was important to um, take what I knew of a different demographic because I would typically be dealing with people maybe in the 35 to 60 mm -hmm. year old. So I wanted to make sure that I you know respected all generations, mm -hmm. and so I, I probably spent more time on understanding you know, that that age group, mm -hmm. what they cared about because we you know, we all wanted to make sure that we were speaking to them in a mm -hmm. way that would they could relate to. So mm -hmm. probably um, the the research in that because I, I felt like I from my HR experience had yeah. a pretty good handle on job seekers in general. Yeah. But, you know, generation Y and Z yeah. in particular. Right, right. And what about you, Jerry? The thing I got uh, the thing I learned the most about was the education choices. Um, coming out of high school, uh, this automatic go to four-year college uh, has some benefits, has many benefits, but a, n a number of people who go down that path don't make it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm always astonished that almost four out of ten people who go into a four-year college don't graduate in six mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. And I, I often wonder, what happens to those people? Mm -hmm. Do they end up depressed? Do they end up with uh, large student debt? Mm -hmm. And there are other choices. And it's not, I don't think four-year college fits everybody. Mm -hmm. And it's trying to figure that out. What are the other approaches? And that's something that we've tried to address in the book. There is a broader future 
than just going to a four-year college. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you want to elaborate a little bit on that? Um, so we, we tried to, um, and I'm just trying to think how yeah. to elaborate on it without re repeating mm -hmm. what I said. Um, there are alternatives. There's uh, obviously we things like community colleges, uh, apprenticeships, trade schools, uh, yeah. trade schools, and we're also encouraging people who are unsure of where to go to get some part-time jobs, get mm -hmm. some get some summer work experience, mm -hmm. internships. Uh, get internships. Mm -hmm. These things provide invaluable uh, guidance as to not alone what you might like, mm -hmm. but what you don't like. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, absolutely. So um, just. It's, it's helpful to hear you because then it kind of sparks something else. You know, I think a, another learning was um, from our generation, we would say um, once you make your education decisions, then you go on and you get a job. Mm -hmm. And the job, it's, it's a sort of a linear thing. So mm -hmm. you get a job in corporate America, you get a job in manufacturing, mm -hmm. you know, and you follow that yeah. for, you know, Ever. until you retire. Yeah. And so, you know, again, something I found like really fascinating was that um, talking to a number of millennials, which we interviewed for the book, um, they don't see it as one choice. Mm -hmm. and, and I really admire the, the risk taking mm -hmm. and, um, you know, not worried about, well, you know, what would people think? We used to call it, well, you're, you're moonlighting because mm -hmm. you've got to sort of supplement your income. Mm -hmm. And they see it as the experience is just great yeah. and they're not um, apologetic about yeah. it. They shouldn't be. They're very unapologetic. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, you can do multiple uh, things, be an entrepreneur, do a sort of a side hustle, mm -hmm. um, be a Lyft driver. Mm -hmm. and it's all fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and w which is really good. It was one of the things that I think we, you know, we all learned learned that throughout the yeah. process. Yeah. Um, what was um, one of the things in in terms of? Um, well, I want to just I'm just thinking about something you just said. Um, they could do a number of things, and I know Jerry, you talked about this before um, that um, job seeker or millennials will change jobs how many times? So. Personally, yeah. I think I've had over my career about 18 employers and about mm -hmm. 24 different jobs. Mm -hmm. So uh, the rate of change that's it's going on today in the world. Yeah, it's a millennial at heart. The, the, the rate <laughs> of change that's going on in the world today yeah. means that no matter what position you're in today, mm -hmm. in all likelihood it is going to be very different in three mm -hmm. or four years' time. Mm -hmm. So there is going to be tremendous churn and agility flexibility and continual continuous skills mm -hmm. uh, acquisition mm -hmm. are critical mm -hmm. uh, as we go forward. It, try to think 25 years ago there were no cell phones. Okay. There was no social media 15 years ago. Yeah. Look at what's, that, what's going to be in 2025. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know and I think that they, I mean I, I love, I, I didn't realize that you had 18 changes in 25 years but. I have t-shirts from every one of them. <laughs> But I, you know, I think it's, you know, the, the millennials today have really just, like, they're calling the shots on this, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's really good. I, I remember when my son said, you know, after a year and a half that he was switching, I'm like, no, you're not. And then I thought, I, I can't tell him that anymore. He's yeah. going to do it. And he had a path. He knew what he wanted to do. And, you know, the other thing, of course, is um, that there's a big loss of faith mm -hmm. about employers. Mm -hmm. So, you know, our, our generation, mm -hmm. you know, if you signed on for, um, 
you know, working for someone, you would feel rather comfortable that mm -hmm. you'd have a job for as long as you wanted. And, right. you know, younger kids saw that that's not the case. Right, right. Which also caused them to say, I don't need to have right. a lifetime career here. Right, right. Yeah, and, and one of the best uh, pieces of advice I ever got from a very smart guy in Omaha, Nebraska, he said to me, if you're not adding to your resume every six months, if you haven't done something that adds value and to your personal resume, you've got to question why are you still doing this. Mm -hmm. But I don't think, I, I, that's a great point, I don't think as you know, as parents we, we expected them to be changing jobs every six months, but right. adding a new skill set. But they're kind My of mother-in-law used to go into the church and light candles because she thought I couldn't hold a job. <laughs> I'm going to talk to Ann about that. How, how many candles did she light? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think you know, it, it's you know, good for them. I think that they have really done um, a great. You know, they're they're doing a, a. You know, I think for the employers that that get them, you know, mm -hmm. they are gaining wonderful skills, a mm -hmm. variety of skills from from client from jobs from the uh, job seeker. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And or from their employees. Yeah, from their it's, yeah. it's the accumulation of skills. It's a great opportunity because mm -hmm. the rate of change is so dramatic now mm -hmm. compared to what it was 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. That the accumulation of skills, and these are not just job-related skills, but they're things like teamwork, uh, mm -hmm. change management, empathy, all of those, all, those all of those good skills. Team, you know, collegiality. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. So the book is out, and we're ready. We're ready to to share it with the world. Yes, we are. So, thank you. We're authors, right? Yes, we're we authors. are. authors. Yeah, we are. We and it's been a wonderful it's official. It's official. There we go. We are a great team. <laughs> we're, great. we're a wonderful All team. All right. Thank you both so much, uh, Barb and Jerry, for joining me on this month's edition of Career Center. And to our television audience, if you're in job transition or looking for professional development, visit the Career and Networking Center at 1815 West Dill Road, Suite 900 in Naperville, or search us on the web at Career Networking Center. Center.org. Thanks so much for watching.